welcome to the Green Door Podcast. I'm your host, Nacho Vegas, and I'm here with Ms. Raven Lane. And we're here live uh, at the Green Door, which is located in Las Vegas. We are a are an adult social club slash swingers club here in Vegas, where we open the doors for singles and couples to fulfill their wildest fantasies and, and role play and do all kinds of cool, crazy, fun stuff here. And so that's what Vegas is all about. So welcome. Thank you. So tell me a little about yourself. This is actually our first time meeting. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, we were actually talking for a little bit mm-hmm. like prior, but yeah. yeah, Twitter mutuals. Yeah, yeah. So what's going on? So I uh, just moved back out here. Yeah. Recently, just been working a lot, so uh, came back from my hometown, you know, good old oh. Tennessee. So. Oh okay. Yeah, just been working really hard. Um, recently, started doing more x-rated stuff but for a while i was a solo creator oh. uh i was like i had a very slow build up so oh really yeah i start. i was one of the people that started around 2019 or 2020 okay i uh, was just of and stuff first um, so it was like right before the covid yeah like literally right before i kind of did it the perfect time because right. then during the pandemic it was a good thing to rely on um but at first too it was just a lot of nude modeling i was like nude modeling. So that was kind of my thing. Um, I wanted to get into the adult industry for a while, but I was like hesitant, had a boyfriend and stuff. Uh-huh. Uh, so I kind of told myself, all right, well, you know, they say by the time you're 25, your brain's fully developed. Yeah. If I still want to do it, I'm going to go all in. Yeah. So then um, I think in like January, I started researching like agencies and stuff. And that's when I decided to move back out here. Oh. So I was back out by late February. Oh, wow. Yeah. So it kind of happened fast. Like, at first it was slow, but then yeah. I, once I was all in, like, I was all in. <laughs> Were you comfortable showing nudity on camera from the beginning? Yeah, it was actually, uh, I didn't think I'd be as comfortable as I was so fast. But right. I, I don't know. I guess it's just something I really liked. Um like in, I think, 2019 or 2020, at first it was just like lingerie and bikini. And then after that, I was like, I'm ready to get naked. <laughs> so did you do that uh, for someone else or did you do that all, all on your own? Like, did you have like a photographer take those photos of you? Um, so at first I did, I had a photographer take some stuff of me. Uh, you can kind of tell like how amateur things were at first. Like I look back at some of my posing and I'm like, yeah, you know. but it was a learning process. It was cool. Um, before that, I did a little bit of just regular modeling and acting, uh, and then after that, I didn't. I wasn't with my agency anymore in Tennessee. Mm-hmm. I started getting tattoos and stuff, and they weren't really about that. Oh. So from there on out, I started doing freelance. Okay. And uh, so. Like this was a legit agency, like not yeah. farmer No, yeah, just normal, you know, yeah. normal safe for work agency, which okay. they were really cool. You know, I learned a lot with them. Right. But uh, then I started doing my own thing, which I've just kind of fallen in love with yeah. ever since then. Uh, I had some friends who did it before me uh, who also had tattoos and stuff because I was I was told I could never do anything if I had tattoos. And I was like, that's not true. Right. My, my homegirl's doing it, you know. Right. So uh, from there on out, I started, I found like references for models for good photographers. Uh-huh. And I did uh, some trade Um some some photographers I I paid them of course for their time and stuff and they right. like helped me look amazing especially because I didn't know much about posing which I'm still learning every right. day of course but right. yeah so it was, it was fun it was good um, 
wouldn't. So the transition from just doing new modeling, doing your own stuff, mm -hmm. until and you said you're doing some solo work, like as far as like masturbation and yeah. stuff. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, what kind of like feedback were you getting with that? Um, I got a lot of good feedback, but also people were like, "I want to see more." You know, mm -hmm. like they're always wanting more. Uh, so I was a little hesitant at first. I was always comfortable with doing more, but with the relationship I was in and stuff, I wanted to make sure that person was comfortable. Right. So uh, that's kind of why it was like a very slow buildup. And then the person I was with was like, I'm cool with you doing girl, girl. So then I kind of started jumping into that, but yeah. mainly just like little, you know, OF collabs. Right. Um, and then I started doing, uh, I did like a couple solo and girl girl things for one site that was like considered mainstream and then also in january i did my first like professional boy girl so literally like by the time i landed back in tennessee from that i was like ready to just move back here right. and like consistently work right it was like the time is now type thing right. so yeah <laughs> um what was were you anxious when you did your first uh, boy girl yeah, I was. Luckily, um, the male the male talent they got was super sweet and like they knew it was my first time. So he was very like considerate and just like, Are you okay? Are you alright with this? And I I was like all in. So oh, nice. he was super cute too. So Oh that's awesome. You know, it was it was very like organic. It didn't it didn't feel like I had to act too much right. or anything. So that was good. Right. Uh, luckily like I've I've gotten to work with like really good people so far, so like the chemistry's been good, mm -hmm. so that helped a lot. Yeah, when you um, sign with the modeling agency, and I know that every agency has like this list, like a checklist for you, that that what you're comfortable with, like mm -hmm. what kind of scenes you want to do. Mm -hmm. When you started reading like the Game Bang and like the the all the other little more hardcore stuff, anal, double bag, whatever. Yeah. Like, uh, do you? What was going on through your head with that? Um, I I guess like because I researched agencies so much, I kind of already expected it. Um, I don't have like if you look at me on their site, it doesn't say I'm available for gangbangs, but it's not because like I'm not comfortable with it. It's just because that's usually something that's more saved for later. Right. So like, you know, so far I've done you know girl girl of course. Uh, I did like one boy boy girl, but right. it wasn't like. DP or anything. Oh, yeah. um, and then I did a few anal ones that were pretty cool. So, yeah. yeah, I got to work with Isaiah Maxwell for mm -hmm. BBC Surprise, which is awesome. He's yeah. a sweetheart. Right. So, it that helped a lot too. Just working with people that were like very considerate of right. my like being small and right. like, how much are you okay with this? Like, you know, safe yeah. words in place and all that. So, oh, that nice. helped a lot. That's great. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's always good to hear. Yeah. You know, you hear stories about it. Yeah, like horror stories. Yeah. Yeah, luckily, um, my my agent's been really good at making sure, like, I'm safe and oh, with nice. the right people. And, yeah. Um, yeah, so it's been good so far. Mm -hmm. I try to, as excited as I get, I know to try to not burn myself out at mm -hmm. the same time. So I try to, like, take breaks and, like, relax. And right. especially being back at home, you know, like, I had friends out here I missed and, family out here so right. that's been nice as well but yeah yeah um so what i like whenever i see a new girl and 
and when they start into the industry, what I like is for them to take treatment steps, mm-hmm. right? They don't want to reveal too much. Yeah. It, it's kind of like here at the Green Door. When, when new couples come in for the first time, they want to get into the, this lifestyle of swinging, yeah. but they'll just jump right into like the, the game zone. Yeah. And they'll jump right into something that's very hardcore, like out of their element. Yeah. But now you're you're missing out on all the other little stuff. Exactly. Right? And and it doesn't it's not as thrilling as exciting as what you just did. Yeah. Right? And uh, as a fan, I mean I used before I did porn, I used to watch a lot of porn. Same. I mean, right? Yeah. And uh but if I see a new girl, like I don't wanna see her hardcore first. I yeah. wanna see the solo first. Mm-hmm. I wanna build up the story for her. Yeah. And then at the very end, like wait a while and then do the game thing because yeah. now you got people like salivating for for the exactly. more right and um yeah I see that a lot I, I shoot for one company that does primarily does game things okay and and, and it's usually their first game thing mm-hmm. that they've ever done and and you you I hear everyone's stories yeah and, and when there's some of them were like well I was a slut all through college. Like, or I, you know, and so I'm used, I've done so many off camera, but this is my first yeah. on camera. But you got some that are like, this is my second scene ever. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, like it sounds exciting, but it's kind of not. Because you got to get that experience of being yeah. comfortable and, and knowing what to do and how to position yourself with five dicks around you. Yeah, for right. sure. It's a lot of work. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. So, but I'm excited when you when you finally do your first one. Yeah, cool. I'm hyped. Yeah, yeah. So what um now that you're here back in Vegas, like what's your goal for this for this rest of the year? Um, really, just work a lot. Um, I would love to one day be able to win an AVN award. To be honest, that'd be a goal. But at least just work really hard and just uh you know get to know good people. And make sure I'm working with the right people. Right. So, like, anytime I'm ever hesitant about stuff, I hit up my agent immediately just for, like, right. reassurance or, like, you know, right. second opinion on stuff. So, that's been really helpful, too. Just, you know, uh, having people that I can go to if I'm, like, unsure right. about stuff. But, yeah, um, I really want to get into, like, random stuff, too. I don't want to just do porn. Like, I'm... There's a lot of weird hobbies. I want, or just random hobbies. Like I want to, I want to learn like sword fighting, you know, just random yeah. stuff like that. Um, like, are you part of like Layer, like that group Layer? You ever? I don't think I've heard of it. Layer, L A I R stands for uh, live action, uh, something role playing. Okay. Uh, but it's or interactive role playing or something like that. Yeah. Where people like dress up into like knights and mm-hmm. and elves and uh, they do their own. Yeah, I love stuff like that and like. Um, you know, just little random things I've always been interested in. Like, uh, I really want to be able to, like, pay someone to teach me, like, DJing. Mm. Or, like, even producing one day, I feel like would be really cool. Yeah. Um, I used to take pole dancing classes. I never have, like, danced in a club. But, like, that's always been something I love. And then just also the fitness aspect because it's literally a whole full body workout. Right. So, you know, just, like, things to keep me active. Like, vices, healthy vices. Right. Because, uh... I feel like a lot of people don't have that, and so it's, you lean more on, like, substances or, you know, like, certain stuff, which right. I'm not against. 
drinking and smoking by any means. But right. like in my past, I would always end up smoking a lot of weed, but then I would be like super dependent on it. And yeah. it would like get in the way of things. Like I remember um, one of the times I was in Miami to shoot, I didn't have any weed and I was like on the beach. And I'm just thinking to myself, like, why am I thinking about how I need to smoke right now? I'm literally being paid to be on a beach, on right. a nude beach. Ooh. With a bunch of cool people, you know, like right. I like it was taking away from me like being in the moment, in the which moment. I'm I'm pro weed, okay. I yeah. like weed a lot, and yeah. it helps a lot of people. It's just I think everyone's brain chemistry is different, and the way we react to things is different. Right. So I'm just someone who really has to like moderate when it comes to stuff like that. Like that's why you saw me chugging a Red Bull earlier. Like I'll drink oh, yeah. caffeine sometimes, but for the most part, I've been like pretty sober for the last like little bit especially since moving back so right yeah yeah i totally understand like when people i mean popular people when they when they if they shoot a lot of content right and it's like they're kind of putting their life around their yeah their work but if you have a plan yourself and create a schedule yeah a a nice calendar of just things like i want to work out more or i want to go hiking more Things that like Hiking, for, yeah, yeah. Don't get into that. for your own mental thing, that's that's like really healthy, mm-hmm. and um, because it, it teaches you to stick to it, yeah, and like and creating goals, and, and I tell a lot of people this, especially in the industry, because sometimes I get yeah, you get too way too busy, and then and all of a sudden you just lose track of like other important things that you want yeah. to do, you know, not to, you know, when you do your own content, like it isn't just shooting content, you got to edit it. Yeah, yeah, the marketing. I feel like a lot of people uh, they don't think about that part when they get into it. They think it's just like, you know, oh, I'm gonna put myself nude and immediately make like five k a month. It's like no, nah, like there's a lot that it has does. to go into it. Right. Like, people won't just immediately find you. You know, that's why I love Twitter. Right. Like, Twitter is just a really good like platform. Yeah, Twitter's great. Yeah, and it just like recently, like I just told um, my business partner like. Man, like, you know, we've been at this for since COVID, mm-hmm. and with the whole podcast and and me shooting more professionally, and yeah. uh, and it took this long. All of a sudden, like people are hitting us up. Yeah, you know, which is like a good feeling, but it kind of gives me the assurance finally, like, okay, felt that all that hard work is finally like paying off. Yeah, and and like we don't have to try so hard to like, you know, really. Network. Yeah, you like have to build like a, a name for yourself and right. stuff. It's like you gotta kind of you like let your work speak for itself, and exactly. then you start getting feedback and like yeah. word of mouth. I feel like is huge too. So. Right. Now some people they go full throttle and, and and they stick to one thing like one type of like marketing mm-hmm. or promoting themselves, but but um, but and then they're afraid to try something else. Yeah. Or, or try to like be different about other things, and and that's why I had the thought. Well, I encourage people like, man, you should also just try a YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. Like, it doesn't always have to be you being naked and and, mm-hmm. or, and doing the content and, and all this stuff. But like, yeah, like you said earlier, like you know, if, if you find things that you enjoy yourself, then but if you decide to share it with other people, like yeah, hiking, right? And then you share your experiences hiking. Create a separate page for that mm-hmm. if you want, and then all of a sudden you're you're leaking 
all your personalities yeah. into one. It actually made me happy, too, because, like, when I first went into it, like, OnlyFans and stuff, I didn't expect people to be as intrigued by the personality side of it, too, which some aren't. But I also have some, like, you know, loyal, like, subscribers who, like, they're, like, we end up talking about, like, food or, like, I have one person who just, like, sends me cute pictures of his corgi and I'm, like, mm-hmm. it's so refreshing, like, instead of an unsolicited nude, just, like, a corgi, like, mm-hmm. just waking up to that or, you know, just random, like, lighthearted stuff like that. Right. So. When people subscribe to your OnlyFans, what, besides, like, the, the content, mm-hmm. what other things can they expect from you? Like, are you approachable as far as... Yeah, so uh, I don't have, like, an agency running my OnlyFans or anything, mm-hmm. so uh, I actually respond to people and stuff like that, so that's good. I like the personal aspect of it in a way. Like, I like being able to talk one-on-one with people, and, like, uh, sometimes people will give, like, positive feedback or like ideas of things they like like it would be cool to see this one day or something and it's like I can take or leave it but it's nice having it because like we all have different perspectives so it's nice knowing like what makes certain people tick and what they're interested in and like just what things look like to them from their point of view right so I like that a lot so you know I like engaging with people and it's cool a lot of them especially the people who are paying to subscribe, they tend to be the most respectful ones because right. they're paying, you know. So yeah. uh, usually they're pretty nice. Um, yeah, I like talking to them. That's cool. Yeah. Is, is that the easiest for, for people to get in contact with you is through paid subscriptions? Yeah, yeah. probably. Yeah, that's, yeah. I mean, it's like that for like 98%. So remember that if you really want to <laughs> like engage with a nice porn star or, or, you know, someone that has a good platform, like, you know. Because we pay attention yeah. a lot more than people do. Like, some people expect, like, like sometimes people are like, wow, you actually respond. I'm like, yeah, I'm yeah. pretty active. Like, uh, Twitter's the one it's probably hard to get in contact with. Like, I'll get, like, random, like, message requests and stuff sometimes. But, right. yeah, usually OF would be the quickest way. Uh, since I have like a little premium Snapchat too, so that's probably the second quickest one would be that. But yeah, yeah, that's cool. Um, what is the speaking of like people reaching out to you on the paid subscriptions? What's the funniest request that you've ever gotten, or like you know something that you <laughs> that I like remember? Yeah, that you laugh about or whatever, or say ooh about. There was one. I don't know if it would be funny, but it was just one that I remember. <laughs> um, and it was one I couldn't do because I love animals. And I was like, no, but he was asking me to get crawfish and like crush it with my feet, like as an ASMR, but they had to be alive. And I was like, oh, I'm not going to do that. But I still think about that to this day. Like, right. I wonder what, you know, make makes him tick behind that, right. you know? But, yeah, that was a pretty interesting one I got on Twitter a while ago. Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's very random. Yeah. Yeah. It's very, uh, I, it caught me off guard because when he said, like, ASMR, I thought it'd be kind of like a basic, like, jerk-off instructional type thing. But then he was like, I, like, I opened it, it was like, I want you to get some crawfish. And I was like, hold up, which direction are we going <laughs> with this, you know? But I just, like, kindly declined. I was like, nah. I can't do that. Right, right. <laughs> it's not my boundary zones. So. Right. 
Um, I think the funniest one I got was like uh, I was supposed to like dress up like Indiana Jones <laughs> and uh, go inside of a cave and I don't know some and like jerk off out of like yeah. some weird stuff. Like they wanted to have the whip and everything. I was like, oh, why? People's like people's imaginations are mm-hmm. wild. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, yeah. That my name is. I go by Nacho. So like, yeah. they wanted me to like make nachos and like make it and. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I, I put up a video on the, my premium the other day. It was me eating. I love Cajun food and like spicy food. It was just uh-huh. me eating a bunch of like spicy like shrimp and crawfish and stuff, just like naked, just chilling. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. Um, what's uh on your bucket list that you want to do that you haven't done yet, like on camera? Uh, like, I haven't done DP. DP. Yeah, I really want to do that. Um, and DP is for the. Double penetration. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean, I, I guess I've I've technically done it like with toys, but I feel like that's not right. not the same thing, you right. know. So yeah, I definitely want to do that, but like the build up, like you said. Right. So yeah, you got one. You got if you hint it out. I mean, even say a year out, like yeah. one year from now, I'm gonna do my first DP, mm-hmm. thing, right? And then like maybe you, you keep reminding people like. Eight more months, six more months. And yeah. Some people are like, oh my god, I want to see it. Yeah. You know. The mental buildup of it is huge for sure. Yeah, yeah. Would you want to do the DP for your own platform or for a company? Honestly, I feel like I wanted to do to do it for a company first, company and first? then okay. OnlyFans. It's funny too, cause like uh, when I moved back out here recently and I started doing like more mainstream and stuff. I was so busy the first like two weeks of last month. It's like you couldn't even really find a dick on my OnlyFans until recently, like at all. It was all just, you know, for companies. And then I did a few collabs recently and it's been like such a build up of people like, oh, like she's going to do boy girl one day, mm-hmm. you know, like I did a little bit years ago with an ex, but it was like a small short lived thing, you know, we deleted it after. So people now are like, oh, like she's actually like working with other content creators. And, you know, so even just like some vanilla, like boy girl that I did people, like I've gotten some really good feedback on. So from there, I'm like slowly yeah. building up. So you can't even find, you know, like threesome content on my OnlyFans yet, but oh. it, it will be up soon. Yeah. But you know, as of right now, it's been like solo girl, girl, and then some new boy girl, which there'll be more coming out soon. But yeah, your boy girl or even girl girl, how is the content? Is it like dialogue or is it just straight into it? Um, a lot of it's been straight into it mm-hmm. so far. Honestly, it's been uh, yeah, it's been more just like organic. Um, okay. I did one recently where I did a collab and uh, it was just kind of us in this like little mansion fucking in all the different rooms oh. like it was the setup was kind of like mansion party like he pulled me away and we snuck off type thing oh, so yeah. but yeah it came out really nice so that was cool that's cool yeah. what um have you ever thought about like doing cosplay yeah actually yeah. someone was telling me recently i should get more into that really yeah what would be the like one character that you would want to do uh I feel like it'd be too basic if I say Sailor Moon, wouldn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. Because it's like, I 
that's who I would pick if they were me. Yeah. I also have like uh, in a lot of my pictures, I'm in wigs. Like, this is my real hair, but yeah. I buy like lace fronts sometimes and get them done. So some people are like, I don't even know what your real hair color is. Because really? in the picture, we think it's pink or blonde and yeah. it's black the next day. I, I could see you do like a Wednesday Adams kind of thing or some kind of like, yeah, yeah, very gothic maybe. I love the, I was about to say like, I love the kind of like gothic, like hot cartoon characters mm-hmm. or like uh, growing up, I loved, um, I don't know if you watched Kim Possible, but like, I, I know the show. Yeah, like never... Shigo, oh. like the one, the like dark one version uh-huh. of her with the shows like black hair and like the streak in front yeah like i just love stuff like that okay so. oh that's cool i would want to do something like bob's burgers <laughs> you know yeah. I'll, I'll have like the day for none and you know, i'll have the like the hamburger of the day behind yeah. me and, and but people would like oh i love your scene and i cooked that hamburger that you had on the, the recipe and behind me too yeah yeah but oh But I would, I would pick something weird like that, like maybe like Ghostbusters or like, um, not so much Family Guy, but mm-hmm. yeah, something like that. But yeah, I like when it has like a little bit of like comedy to it too, with stuff. Gotta have I, I like that about porn. It's like you can make it silly right. sometimes. So yeah, I miss the like the '90s, early '90s porn parodies. Yeah. Right, like Forrest Hump. <laughs> and uh, Edward Edward Penis Hands and, and like all that like that would be pretty cool to like bring some of that back mm-hmm. and yeah yeah I, w- I would definitely do that I have like a, a like a little book like of things ideas yeah just, just stuff that comes in my head yeah, yeah definitely um, I know a lot of people I've noticed that have been traveling to Europe and shoot Mm-hmm. Is that something on your list too? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, I would love to eventually get to do that. Yeah. There's uh, some places too where I've never got to go, but I want to, the first time I go, I want it to be for work. I want to enjoy it as well. Right. But like the first time I got to go to Miami, I always wanted to go to Miami. And mm-hmm. first time I got to go, it was for work. So it was like, it was just cool, like getting to experience things I genuinely want to do, mm-hmm. but then being able to like actually support myself doing that at the same time oh yeah so yeah europe would definitely be somewhere i would want to go definitely on my list yeah i know that there's one company they're like really into uh anal scenes over Mm -hmm. there like the czech uh was it i know they do the czech game bang Mm -hmm. the porno something but it's like double penetration yeah triple penetration yeah they do some crazy stuff out there gaping buttholes are like it's like the dark side, you know, uh-huh. it's a black hole. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I can see that. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as how often do you say you shoot professionally here? Uh, so it's been, it's been pretty new. So um, this month so far, I did one scene last week, and then I have one this upcoming week. Uh, last month, there was one company I shot for in it ended up going so well. I came back and did uh, I think four or five more. Mm-hmm. So last month was great. It was yeah. kind of like repeat working with some of the same people and stuff. But it was like just get it in, you know. So the first like uh, first two first two weeks of March was 
like a lot of good work. And then um, I had to, I waited uh, for the photographer to be back in town who shot for the agency. So I wasn't up on the website till like two weeks ago. Mm -hmm. And so I already have gotten some more stuff. So that's been really cool too. Oh, nice. Yeah. When, um, when you shoot your own content, um, does it take a while for you to like find people that you want to shoot with? Um, so far, there's been some people I've, I've like kept in contact with for a while. So it, it was kind of like a, just waiting on Rachel, waiting on Raven to get back to Vegas. You know what I mean? So okay. like, uh, so far it hasn't been too hard, but I also do like to check references and stuff too. And just like, make sure I'm always safe and know what I'm getting into. Cause sometimes you don't know, like, right. especially just talking to someone behind the screen you know you don't really know their vibe yet right uh so sometimes though there'll be times where people reach out to me and i'm like interested in working with them but i never saw anything before they're in i don't know anyone they've worked with so i'll like hit up my agent or i'll hit up some people i know here and i'm like hey like have you ever worked with this person and i'll uh listen to like whatever feedback they have and then that's kind of how i make my ultimate decision but even people that i don't have plans to work with like I still try to support everybody right. you know especially like anyone who if I see they like are an actual sex worker on Twitter like I'll try to follow them back and retweet stuff when I can you know so yeah yeah I know I know especially when people that live in your the town that you work out of I always try to like follow back or, or mm-hmm. re- same yeah that. anyone from like Vegas or like my hometown too right. even if they're like non-sex work I try to if they're supporting me I'll support back so. right I think you did it the smart way too, as far as like going step by step. Yeah. Doing your modeling first, but um, what other advice can you give to a girl that that wants to get into it that's brand new? Um, I'd say always listen to your intuition, for sure, because you have that for a reason. Um, also, just be true to yourself and your own boundaries. You know, people who you're meant to work with are gonna respect you. And they're not going to push you too far at it. You know, like right. it's, it's cool to push yourself out of your comfort zone in a good way. But also it's, I, I always say like, don't feel like you have to be a certain way or just because you see one person do one thing and they're really successful. You don't have to do it that exact way. I right. feel like individuality is huge. So, you right. know, you do things the way you want to do. Uh, and also just like you said, like, Try not to go into it too quick. You don't have to immediately be, you know, doing gangbangs and stuff like that. Do, right. you know, what feels right for you. Uh, stay true to who you are. Yeah. You know, so. Yeah. To piggyback off that, when you're taking steps, it's okay to say no. Yeah. Uh, because, because if people are asking you to do a gangbang right away, I, and I, and again, I shoot for a gangbang company. Yeah. And when they, when there's a lot of first timers in and it's great. Yeah. But they're ready for it. They're all the girls that shoot there are mentally ready for it. Mm-hmm. But, but if you want to say no, yeah, say no. Yeah. Even though you will eventually. Yeah, you can always go back. I feel like. Yeah. It, it, and be polite. Like you can always kindly decline things. But exactly. Just be like, be respectful. You know. Um, yeah. Because just like. Treat people with respect. Yeah. Treat yourself with respect. Um, I always, I have people like outside the industry, like, you know, they talk about morals and stuff, but for Mm -hmm. me, it's never been against my morals to be naked on camera as a full grown adult. I feel like for me, it's about like having integrity, you know, trying to show up on time, be respectful to people around you, 
you know, stuff like that. Just be a decent human being. Right. Because, like, a lot of people are actually really good people, like, nice people that are sex workers. Mm -hmm. And some people are very stigmatized by it. But it's like, no, we're just all people. We have interests. We have things we like and don't like. So. Right. I think the best compliments I ever get is that, like, it's, it's besides the performing part, but it's the reliable. Yeah. Like being very reliable. For sure, yeah. Show, uh, don't show up on set, like on drugs. (laughs) Show up and just, you know, be open to like, listen to what people are saying. Um, Treat everybody on set with respect. Treat the director with respect. Camera people, makeup artists, you know, like they're all there to help you. So just being nice to everyone. You don't have to just be nice to the people with a big following and stuff. Just, you know, you end up making friends that way too. Like I've made some really good friends just by talking to people and just, you know. Right. Yeah, there's been times where people, because I work with a lot of variety of people. Yeah. And and there's times where like, hey, like my cameraman fell through, Mm -hmm. you know, like would you, if you don't mind, like I'd love to, you know. If I had the time, yeah, I'll be a cameraman. I think I don't, have to perform all the time. Like, yeah. Oh, I like to just because I then I'm learning behind the camera stuff too. Mm-hmm. It gets me a chance to like see it through the behind the camera and, and yeah, pick, like angling it the way I like it, the way how I would want to jerk off. You know? Yeah. <laughs> you know, like oh yeah, this is a good position. Like, mm-hmm. You know, and uh, yeah, and that's just networking like that and being reliable and open. And that way, like if you ask them for a favor, they'll be more like, "Yeah, absolutely." Yeah. And that's called building a friendship. Exactly. You know? It's a working, good working environment, good working friendship. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you don't even have to, because like, sex is so intimate, right? And at the end of the day, we're all having sex. Yeah. Right. But it takes a special person, um, a content creator, mm-hmm. that that could that knows how to enjoy the work, but at the same time, focus on the big picture mm-hmm. as far as the lighting and the making money part. Yeah. You know, and, and getting excited about the fans watching it. Yeah. And, and, that, and that's good, that gives you the motivation to keep going. Mm-hmm. Right? For sure. Yeah. Because I love getting the emails of like, like, you made another sale, you made another sale. Mm-hmm. like, yeah. You know, someone loves it. Someone likes watching my shit. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Uh, definitely. Now. Now you say you wanted to win an AVN award. What award? What 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 category would you want? I would love um, like a newcomer, some type of a newcomer okay. award. But also, I, I, it's like, that's not the only reason. You know, if I never win an award, I'm still going to love my job and mm-hmm. love what I do. I have literally no shame at all, no. you know. So it would be awesome if it happens, but it's also, like, I just kind of try to do my best at what I do. And I feel like things fall into place the way that they're supposed to. Right. And sometimes it may not look or feel that way in the moment, but looking back, everything in my life, I feel like it comes together at certain points and I'm like, okay, that's why that crazy thing happened in 2020 or, you know, just random little things that in the moment I'm like, why is it like that? But looking back, I'm like, okay, now that makes sense. You know, three years down the line, I'm like, "Hmm, right. Yeah. (laughs) Well, like 
if I would have won an award for say the best vagina ear or whatever, like mm-hmm. I would be like, oh my god, man, kind of thing. Man. Yeah, and I wouldn't even know what kind of speech I would give. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. I would be so nervous. <laughs> yes, but I would love uh, the opportunity to win any award. Yeah, and and, and getting on stage and just I don't know what I think of. <laughs> you know, I think uh, up there, you know, <laughs> keep an eye out, keep an eye out, yeah. you know, whatever. I, uh, I'm not like religious, but I'm very spiritual. Mm-hmm. So it's like any time before I do anything, I do like a little, I don't, I don't know if it'd be a prayer, but I just like ask the universe, like let things just go well. Anytime even before I do like a scene or like I have to fly somewhere or anything, I'm just like, just let me be safe right. and the people around me be safe. Oh yeah. So that's like a big thing for me. And it works. Like yeah. I come home sometimes after a shoot. I'm like, you yeah. know, after a good day. Good so, yeah. yeah. I think I think for me it's just good karma. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like like knowing knowing that like there is some kind of being or power force, or force around yeah. you, and then you don't want to piss it off. Yeah. <laughs> right? I didn't want to go too hard or too much and just kind of forgetting yourself and then. And then you make yeah. one mistake or just an accident happens and kind of blindsides you. Mm-hmm. But at least, like, if you're, like, spiritually in tune, you're prepared for anything. Yeah. And you know that at the end of the day, you'll come out. Yeah. Safe, you know? For sure. Uh, when, um, have you ever thought when you were going to do uh, adult content that any of your family members would know or anything like that? Yeah. You know, I, I, I think about all that, um. I don't really tell like people in detail what I do, but they definitely know I'm a sex worker. Uh, my family is pretty, pretty similar to me with like, they would never, you know, be the type to disown me or something like they're like, they, they know where my heart is. They know I'm really um, like intuitive and smart about the people I surround myself right. with business wise or not. Mm-hmm. So I think that would be like the biggest thing is them just wanting me to always be safe. Right. Um, and like, I mean, my mom used to like nude model and uh, was a musician from LA. So they're not too weird about that. She also like designed clothes for sex workers. So she's, she had friends that were sex workers that were in porn, you know, so before I was even born. Oh, so it's like an art and Mm -hmm. you see it as an art. Yeah. Yeah. And I think too, you know, like. Anyone who knew me a couple years ago knew I, I wasn't always in the best place mentally. And mm-hmm. uh, I used to be a waitress. And I like connecting with people and, and everything, but it just wasn't my thing. You know, like I just, I had to work doubles almost all the time, especially like in my hometown, just to like get by. Right. And then my one off day of the week, it's like I'd want to go do stuff with my friends, but I would just be so exhausted I would just sleep all day Uh and so uh you know I think it's also just like anytime if anyone ever was to be angry I'd be like well do you do I look happy do I how happy do I look you know because this is probably the happiest I've ever been this last year you know just because like I feel like I've done a lot of like internal work and especially since being single just like I spent a lot of time alone Mm -hmm. and it, it was hard but it was like very rewarding right. at the same time so i feel like it was like much needed alone time mm-hmm. and you know 
It's like kind of like redeveloping yourself over you. Yeah, figuring out stuff about myself and like just being more honest with myself than ever before about like why did I do this five years ago? Why was my, you know, just certain things because I feel like we all have like little growing pains as we get older and like being in my mid-20s now, it's like I look back at stuff even from when I was like 21 and I'm like, I'm glad that my mindset is more like I've just gotten more mature you know and I've gotten especially recently a lot more mindful about like what I respond to and what my energy like what I want to put out and some things just aren't worth my energy or response you know especially like as a sex worker sometimes we all get like negative feedback but it's it's not from buyers it's just you know people trolls and stuff right so, you know, just learning, like, to let stuff kind of roll off my shoulders more, yeah. which talking to my agent, it's been good because he, like, he was just talking to me about that. And so that's helped a lot, you know, just learning not to open that can of worms and engage in that type of behavior anymore, right. you know, because that's what they usually want. Like, they're like, oh, yeah, I got a response. You know, right. I got him mad. So, yeah, m- miserable people love company. Mm-hmm. for sure right and if you yeah if you give in a little bit then they really take a, take take advantage of it yeah yeah but i can easily tell talking to you that the choice that you made to get into the to sex working industry was your choice yeah lot, right? yeah i uh some people they they say like you had to be abused as a kid or something mm-hmm. to get into it i'm like you know, my, literally as a teenager, I had the same boyfriend for almost four years, first kissed, you know, lost my virginity and everything. I never had any bad, you know, experiences growing up. And, uh, you know, after, like, I started doing more stuff off camera, of course, when I was single or like with the old boyfriend who we were into, like, doing more freaky stuff with, you know, our friends and stuff. Yeah. But... Uh, yeah, I, I, it was very much my own choice. Right. Like, and you, people, anyone who knows me can tell. They're like, yeah, she's wanted to do this for a while. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, I can easily tell. Yeah. Because you, you have a very calm, relaxed nature, and you know, you're not, like, fidgety or anything like that, so. Yeah, I might be a little, just from the Red Bull. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, I part <laughs> I'm, like, an ADHD person. Oh, okay. But, but, yeah, I'm yeah. pretty, like, humble and just happy with, like, mm-hmm. where I'm at. Now, you said you watch porn. Besides watching your... Well, one, do you watch your own porn? I have a little bit, yeah. Okay. And, yeah. like, my my collabs, I've, I've watched a couple. Just yeah. Cause it, I don't know. It's, like, more personal. It's, yeah. it's hot watching a video and knowing the person in the video moaning is moaning specifically to you. Okay. If that makes sense. Yeah. I don't know. I've always liked that. But um, I do just watch porn in general, too. I don't watch it as much these days as I used to, but like I love like uh, Mike Lupiano, you know, like I loved his stuff. Just anything. Uh, I don't, I liked Fake Taxi a lot. Yeah. Just because I don't know something about it being like a like we're not supposed to be doing this, you know, right. just like exhibitionist kind of type stuff. Yeah. Like just not just ordinary in the bedroom every day. Right. What am I going to tell my boyfriend that I got someone else's pink by me? Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Uh, you know, I, you know, we talked about this before we, we recorded, but you know it's fake. Mm-hmm. It says fake tattoos. Yeah. Right. But there's a little part of you, your horny self, and your inner horniness, that wish it was real. Mm-hmm. Or that, that, that acquiesces a lot. Yeah. Right? And, and consensual and all that stuff. But mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, definitely. And uh, I, I think those are fun. Kind of like uh, like the Bang Bus, you know? That, that, love Bang Bus. Yeah. I would love to do that one day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, but it was just hilarious, especially at the end. When they kick them out. Mm-hmm. All right, get out of here. You have to run out naked. Right. <laughs> so great. You know. Shout out to those guys, too, yeah. that are in those. Because you got to have some balls. Yeah. For real. I met the guy that founded Bang Bus. Oh, yeah? Yeah. He actually lives here. Okay. And, uh, and I only noticed him. I didn't notice him because you never see his face. Yeah. But I noticed his voice. Oh, really? Yeah. You recognize him? I recognize the voice. Oh, okay. I was like, wait. <laughs> I know you from somewhere. I know that, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You said that line before. I think yeah. you said it to when you were about to kick this girl out of the bus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I was like, yeah, and he said, yeah, it's me. And I was like, I'm like, oh, he's I social content, but like it's more for myself. That's cool. And I was like, that's cool. Yeah, I've noticed uh, some of the people used to do a lot of uh, like mainstream too. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, because they have all the fans still, they do like more OF mm-hmm. stuff, which I think that's cool that we can have that too, like to sustain ourselves. And that really helped me too. Like 2020, I don't know if you heard about this, but so like in uh, Tennessee, there was a bombing in uh, downtown Nashville and the restaurant I worked at blew up. No one was there, luckily. Uh-huh. You know, but a van, like, he went, he pulled up behind uh, the AT&T building, and it blew up. What? Yeah. And so, like, that's when I lost, like, the restaurant job I was at for a long time that I had, like, a lot of good friends at, which were all still, like, family. But it pushed me to really start doing OnlyFans wow. full time. And then I was like, oh, okay, so I can do that, you yeah. know? And then from there on out, it's just been like a, I love being my own boss type thing mm-hmm. and just being able to be myself more than I feel like I could when I'm representing just like a, a restaurant or like, you know, right. ice cream shop or whatever yeah, it is. Like a clock in, clock out kind of yeah. paycheck to paycheck thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like knowing, like, I like waking up, seeing what, what who's watching what I could see who's watching the videos or how many times a video has been viewed and yeah. all that stuff and then I see the sales and I'm like oh okay and it kind of, kind of gives me the motivation yeah too. like like assurance yeah assurance. yeah and um but I hear you like the, during COVID it really gave me the push to to do it more and, mm-hmm. and to really focus on it and and yeah it's hard work but it's it's fun it's rewarding yeah I feel like if it's what you are if you really want to do, you really enjoy it. I um, I I saw too like someone on on a podcast I was watching. It was just a little clip on like TikTok, but mm-hmm. I think it was Abella Danger, and she said like you know if you're doing it for money and fame, it's it's not gonna it might not fulfill you. But if you're doing it because you genuinely like it, you want to do it, then I feel like that's more so the right reasons. But if, if it's for the followers or something, it, it's not right. You know you can't focus on that part of it. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And uh, 
and that goes for any profession. Yeah, you know? for sure. Like music, anything. Mm-hmm. You got to do what you actually want to do and, and do it authentically. Like be yourself at the same time. Yeah, it's very important to be yourself because, because especially when you're creating your own content. Yeah. Because that's what you're going to be remembered for. Mm-hmm. And it's very easy to be yourself. It's very hard to be someone else. Yeah. Know? Especially in this lifestyle or, mm-hmm. or swinging on porn. It's like, you can't you can't fake it because just like wrestling people will notice yeah people will sure. notice that that like it, it doesn't fit you it doesn't fit your character if you wear tattoos then just show it off you know mm-hmm. right. yeah i try to make that just like part of my thing you right. know i used to um kind of get pressured to like uh, get like plastic surgeries and stuff which shout out to anyone who gets that if it's what makes you happy do it you right. know i'm not gonna say i'll, I'll never do it because i never know but i've gotten more confident with being tiny you mm. know with i don't have a big butt you know i don't have big boobs but i like my body and i feel like yeah. i kind of i can make it artsy like right. some of my pictures they're very artsy and yeah. you know eccentric and stuff so yeah. i'm the same way like i work out a lot like i do very good cardio but mm. i understand like I, I got some of a dad bod and like i'm I in love my dad 40s bods. yeah yeah i love them of course and <laughs> uh and i'm in my 40s so it works but um, they, people say, oh, man, you're my hero. Or, oh, I fast forward the gangbang scenes to you because I yeah. relate to you more. Yeah. You know, like, I'm like, oh, like, that makes me feel good. I'm like, oh, I mean, I have hugged, hugged guys before. Like, thank you. Like, every, like you mean my day to tell me that. So, yeah. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, I like that vibe. Yeah, I had someone reach out to me uh, the other day, and it, like, made me really happy. They were just like, Hey, you know, I started following you because I thought you were hot, but I read the stuff you like where you talk about like self-awareness and like growing and like just being honest with yourself. And like that made me keep following you, mm-hmm. you know, and right. so, stuff like that just makes me happy. Yeah. Well, I, I hate to cut off so soon. We've already spent so much time talking. And stuff. Yeah, time flies. Yeah. <laughs> but we'll definitely do a part two. Okay. But before we sign off, like, here's your chance to look at the camera and plug and, and talk about your social medias and platforms. All right. So my most active platform is definitely going to be uh, Twitter, social media wise, Raven Lane XX. Um, Instagram is Cyber X Girlfriend with an X at the end. Only fans is probably the best way to reach me, which is also Raven Lane XX. Uh, I have a many vids as well which is Raven Lane XXX. But yeah, it's my most most used platforms. I'm on Twitter daily, always trying to keep up to date on that. So, yeah. Awesome. Well, um, I want to thank you for being the guest here and you're always Thanks welcome. Yeah, and you're more than welcome to come here anytime you want. Thanks. And I want to thank you guys for uh, checking out this episode. And uh, we're going to have her social medias, my social medias, the Green Door social medias, uh, below so be sure to like and subscribe and uh, check out the websites and, and and find out more more about us so again um thank you again thank you and i'll see you later thanks for watching the green door podcast for more content click the links below and don't forget to like and subscribe and to follow our guest social media accounts